The following program is sponsored by Friends of Life Outreach International. Next on Life Today, James and Betty talk with Sheila Walsh. I, I'm one face representing thousands and thousands. Right. We're a family, we're called Life Today, and we come in the name of Jesus. If we bring what we have, He will bless it, He will break it, and He will feed and heal His people. Find out how you can provide hope to children around the world. Next on Life Today. I want to show you something, and I welcome you to life today. I'm James Robinson. Betty and I are here. And these, this is, now, this is an extreme position. These are tiny little booties that will go on a baby. And what happens with these incredible adjustment uh, uh, agents of uh, bracing, it, it corrects club foot problems, which is prevalent all over the world. As a matter of fact, with our mission workers, we have now targeted 18 nations where children with club feet grow up, many of them totally unable to walk. You'll see them uh, in adult life as a beggar with their feet just totally twisted. We experienced that in our own family with our oldest daughter having her, I guess, pigeon-toed was where she was, and they had to turn her feet out, which is like this. But this is the simple way. Now, there are serious surgeries to repair some of it. But here's the, here's the miracle. There are medical doctors that are ready to go and do the surgeries at the lowest possible cost. You, you would not even be able to touch that potential here in the states or the advanced countries. But this is a sacrificial time for these doctors and giving their gift, and yet there's a certain cost. It's still expensive. But to give these braces, Betty, their two children, two sets of braces, $34. And uh, $68, you got four kids. So we have something to be very excited about. And also Sheila Walsh, who's now part of Life Outreach and Life Today, has just come back from the mission field. And, and Sheila, I want you to just take off and tell our viewers what happened when you went over and saw these children and even adults. What went on inside of Sheila Walsh and your son, Christian, a freshman at uh, Texas A&M University? It was really remarkable. I mean, I actually several times said, I wish James and Betty were here. You would have just, just those babies, Betty. You know, and there was one woman in particular who just broke my heart. We were at the hospital getting some of the children fitted for these little braces, and a mom walked in, and she was very distressed. She was, um, she was sobbing. Her baby was five days old. And because she was poor, the minute she gave birth to the baby, they would just basically wrap the baby up and said, the baby's fine and sent her home. So she went to her mom's and unwrapped this little blanket and her baby has a severely club foot. And she said she just sobbed. And she wandered into the hospital that morning wondering if there was any hope. And to be there with our team, and by the way, I don't know if you know this, our team that go on the road that do this, they are amazing. They are godly men and women who pray before they film a single thing. But to be able to say to this woman, listen, there's help and there's hope and we can do it today. That little one went that day straight upstairs. I went with her to the fourth or fifth floor 
and watch to get the little plaster casts on it first. And, and then to be able, um, in the name of the Life Today family, to lay my hands on this mother and pray for her. Oh, boy. And the baby kept crying, and my son asked the, the doctor, do you know why, is the baby crying because his feet hurt? And we found out, no, the baby's crying because the mom is so malnourished. She's not producing enough milk to feed the baby. So the baby was hungry. So my 19-year-old son literally emptied his wallet out and gave it to her and said, you know, let's go and buy milk because that's the only way. She had half a bottle left and that's all she had that day. And, and I just think, what a privilege, not just for us, but for our kids. Yeah. I mean, college kids today, when it comes to the relationship with Christ, they're all in or they're all out. Mm. They want something bigger to live for. They want to know their life makes a difference. And my son tried to talk on camera, you know, and he said, not only does this poor mom, not only is her little baby sick, but she has a heartache of not being able to feed him. Mm -hmm. He said, if I miss Domino's pizza for two days, I can put braces on two children. Wow. You know what, uh, Christian's a freshman at a &M. How old is he now? He's almost 20. Almost 20. How old was he when he walked from out here, right up here, with money? How old was he? He was five years old. Five years old. And he wanted to bring the money to Life Outreach in our mission projects. He saw the thing you did with providing bowls for children, because if they don't have a bowl to put the food yep. in, they get nothing. And so he saved up for a whole year, and it was so heavy. And I kept saying, dude, we could take it to the bank and get notes. And he was like, no, Mom, this is what I've saved. I'm bringing every penny. Wow, he did do that. And so you actually saw him at college age now, living that out. And uh, let, let's just, let me show you, well, let me show you what we're talking about. I, I want you just to look and see what, what love can correct. Look, look at this. It's, I, think, I think your heart will leap to say, I, I say it many times, you can be someone's miracle. You can be their answer to prayer. I mean, miracles do happen. And you can be the agent that delivers a miracle that is an absolute sure thing. Watch. This is Dariel. Um, he's a six-year-old boy who didn't get help when he's a baby. But it's, it's not too late for him. At the moment, life's a little difficult for Dariel. He can't play baseball with the other boys. He can't play soccer. When I asked him what he gets to do, um, it's kind of reduced to playing little games on somebody's phone. Perhaps that's because nobody laughs at him then and nobody points out what's, what's different about his feet. We have seen, we've seen what the future looks like for a boy like Dariel. It will be very hard for him to get a job, hard for him to, to get married, to make a life, because so many people think there must be something really wrong with you if there's something like this wrong with your feet. And it reminded me of the story. Remember the story of, you know, Jesus is in someone's house and he's teaching. And four guys have a friend who needs Jesus' help, but he can't get there by himself. Do you remember what they did? They put him on a pallet, and they literally went up on the roof and cut a hole in the roof and lowered their friend to the feet of Jesus. And that's what we want to do, not just for Dariel, but for thousands of children around the world. We want to pick them up, and we want to lay them at the feet of Jesus. And the amazing thing is that not only are we going to bring healing to his legs, we want to bring the hope of Jesus Christ to his heart. We want this boy to know God loves you so much. 
He's not going to leave you like this. Would you help us? Well, you know, Derek, and I know you couldn't understand this English, especially old Texan English, but your little face, your little countenance reminds me of our six grandsons when they were small. And by the way, when our grandkids were, were real young, they too were giving money to take care of little guys like you, Daryl. And you know, Sheila, when you, you look in, you commented earlier about how wonderful the hearts and commitment of the team members, our mission team members. And one of the things viewers will, will frequently ask, realistically and rightly so, does what they're doing at Life Outreach overseas, does it really work? Wow, does it really work? Oh my gosh, I have never, the thing that's amazing about the club feet thing is you get to see the before and the after. I mean, that's the amazing thing. I can't wait later down the road to be able to show Dariel with his feet corrected, <laughs> playing baseball yeah. for the Dominican Republic. I mean, it's just amazing to actually see the difference it makes. And what I love is I said to um, Dariel's mom, you know, you just see me one face. I, I'm one face representing thousands and thousands. Right. We're a family. Right. We're called Life Today. And we come in the name of Jesus because God heard your prayer. And he said to us, hey, somebody's praying down there. You want to go give them a hand? Yeah. It's, it's amazing. I feel like there's a lot of mothers watching. And you and I, we're mothers. We have a mother's heart. And what does a mother's heart want to do? When we see a child hurting, we want to fix it. We want to comfort. We want to hold them. And we say, it's going to be okay. Hmm. Well, we can say to these children, if we will reach in our hearts and reach out to them, it's going to be better than okay because you're going to be able to walk again or for the first time possibly. That little boy, I mean, I, I, as I watched you taking steps with him, I thought, I bet you're saying, I wish I could walk straight for him. I you know. know. Take yeah. those steps for him. And he showed up for one baseball game because that's his dream. Mm -hmm. um, and they said, go home. They looked wow. at his feet. He couldn't play. And in so many of these countries, it's superstitious. They think if there's something wrong with your feet, there's something wrong with your life. But Jesus brings life. You know, when you were talking about Rhonda, about a mother for children, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking of Rhonda when she's just little and she broke an arm on one of her dolls and you couldn't fix it. You said, well, daddy be home, daddy will fix it. You were talking about moms wanting to make it well. Well, I'm going to tell you, daddies, we're kind of the guys that like to fix it. A broken heart, a broken relationship, a need. And uh, I remember when Rhonda was telling when she was about five that she was... They wanted that Jesus come in her heart and she wanted to be saved. And you said, well, honey, you, you, you need to understand it more. But when daddy gets home, well, daddy will talk to you. And she said, yeah, when daddy gets home, he'll say, you better get saved right now. Because she had heard me preaching in all the stadiums and coliseums when she did get saved as a child. So, you know, parents have this incredible desire to make things right. And the beautiful thing about our viewers is, Sheila, when they see a need that can be met, mm -hmm. and a very effective way to do it. I honestly think most people, I don't care if it's is give a home to a puppy that hadn't got a home, take care of something that's hurt. When they see a need and you don't hand it off to some other entity, but you put it on the hearts of people, 
to literally reach out. That's when that impact is there. And what you saw with the medical doctors willing to give their time, when you saw the relief and mission workers, then you know we've really got the solution. And you see that countenance of that little boy just waiting to respond to love. I mean, it's love that never fails. And that's what I feel like our viewers express continually. And I also got to see when I was there a miracle for somebody who thought it was too late. You see, moms and dads might bring the little children in, but what happens if you meet a father who's at club feet and never got help? Now he brings his little one in one, because his son has club feet and he's hoping, praying for help for him. We were able, in the name of life today, to say, you know what, Jeffrey? God heard your prayers. And not only are we gonna bring help for your son, maybe it's not too late for you. And that's a major surgery. It's a major and surgery. And a painful surgery, the mm -hmm. doctors told you, and you told him. As we said to him, we actually said to him almost what Christ said to the man at the pool of Bethesda. Because I talked to the doctor the night before. He was trying to have his dinner, poor man. And I'm like, no, let me just talk to you about Jeffrey. Is, is it too late? Is there anything we could do? And he said, we could do it. He said, if you want, I'll fly down in two weeks with another specialist. We can do it. It'll cost a lot and it'll hurt. So I said, okay, let me talk to Jeffrey. So I said to Jeffrey, Jeffrey, you, you went outside and you cried out to God. And you said, God... I'm okay with me being handicapped, but not my boy. Mm. I said, God heard your prayers, and we're here, but God comes with a bonus. God's maybe going to say, Jeffrey, it's not too late for you. Do you want to get well? He said, Will yes. Will thou be made whole? Yes. Uh, there are a lot of people who want to be whole. Uh, how many times have I said to you, if you watch us, there are people all over the world praying for a miracle. You can be the answer to the prayer, you can be the miracle. This man was crying out. This man wanted so desperately to have a miracle for his son. You made it clear he could have one for himself. Now, when you found out it was very, very expensive, what happened to you and your college freshman son as you looked at the situation? And I gotta believe this. I think a lot of times what we look, when it moves over and we're actually seeing the way God sees it, what happened to you? Well, he's like my little brother. I mean, Jeffrey, he's, I don't know, he's probably in his 30s, but he, he loves God. I talked to his neighbors and I said, what's Jeffrey like? And they said, he works so hard. He's a good man. And I looked at Christian and Christian said to me, mom, we got to do something. And Barry and Christian and I have had a tithe. We've been waiting for God to tell us what to do with. It's more of an offering. And the Lord said, I want you three to be Jeffrey's family. Wow. Um, I want you to pay for the surgery. And Christian said, can we tell him, Mom? And then can we tell him, like, in six months, we'll fly back down and we'll bring him his first pair of cool shoes he's ever had in his life. <laughs> it's just... All right, I want you... Now, here's the thing. She actually came in when we were taping and brought the, the amount. And it's a lot. And she, like, I just am, am simply going to say that I've been asking God to multiply that because I think we got a lot of adults that have kind of given up on themselves. And I'm glad you're thinking about kids, and I know you will too. And when you think we can do the simple braces for the little children to turn their feet right, so they won't be clubfoot, and they only cost uh, two pair for two children, it's $34. $68, you've got, you know, you've got braces for four and 102 for six, there's a level we can help. But I want you to see this, this man, I want you to see, I want to see, I want you to see Jeffrey. And you tell me, if you could do it, 
would you help some other adults? Because the doctors are willing to give their time, take the necessary assistance, but we just have to cover the basic cost. And it is really microscopic compared to what it costs to do these things here in the States or in the advanced countries. I don't totally understand all that, do we? A lot to do with healthcare. Could be some adjustments done that people would just want to do even who are producing this. We don't want to limit the ability to find help, but oh my, it's so expensive. But would you cover what Sheila did? Look at what she saw. The sky is the limit. It's what we say when we dream of the future. But since his birth, Jeffrey's future was set to be defined by a foot abnormality, commonly known as clubfoot. I used to be self-conscious about playing ball. I always liked that sport, but I could never play it. I was very self-conscious. Two times I tried to get work when I was young, and they didn't give it to me because of that, because I had problems and such. Against the odds, Jeffrey has risen above his circumstance to secure a job and start a family. But when his son was born, Jeffrey was in for a shock that was all too familiar. Although it's not genetic, clubfoot is common enough that Jeffrey's son was also born with a condition. I was asking God, why my son? First me, and now my son? Just help me, Lord. I knew a woman that had two kids with the same problem, with the feet. When I see those kids, they touch my heart. Today, there is cause for hope, and Jeffrey's son is being treated. But with thousands of children still suffering from clubfoot, there is much more work to be done. For some of them, like the one you saw there with Jeffrey getting the treatment with these little infant uh, little booties and the little brace, the steel brace that can be adjusted in the angle. This is when they're really reaching the point of being totally corrected, where they've gone to the opposite extreme from being towed in. It's a process, and when they're tiny little infants, their their bones are flexible and they can be adjusted. And it's, you know, it's what we actually had to do with our oldest daughter. As she even got a little older, she wore bigger shoes and a heavier brace, and it wasn't fun to sleep in. She just had to sleep in it at night, but it was correcting things for her. And so we can identify, and we have friends here that face that problem. When you look at this, this man with the situation he had and then his heartache that can be easily corrected for his son, but you also saw, and I, 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 I'm gonna ask him to put him back up, but look, look at that little boy with those legs so terribly twisted. And then look at those club feet that are so advanced in that stage because the child's older. That's gonna take surgery. You can't, you can't get a, a simple brace that you get two sets of these braces for $34 and you can have, uh, uh, you know, the uh, four children corrected for $68. I mean, it's amazing that just a small amount corrects the situation that could have been corrected for Jeffrey. But then you saw those other children. Where was extreme, Betty? And that, that's going to take surgery. So what we're, we're really asking God to let us do is to provide 10,000 children with these braces and 400 surgeries in 18 countries. 
And the way we find these situations and access to help these precious ones is because of missionaries there with the love of God in their heart, they find them. And they don't just walk away and not care. They, they take very seriously answered prayer. And they know that together we can be the answer to the prayers. So Sheila, what you saw, if our viewers would step up like you and Christian, where I could really wish that there would be hundreds of people that would do what you did, say, we will pay for a surgery. We will even pay for one of those very expensive ones to let a father see his miracle, not only of his children, but in his own life. I pray God multiplies that, and I feel like that's what you're praying. I think that's Absolutely. what you're longing for. Because the truth is, if they don't get the surgery, we saw what happens. They end up literally as beggars in the street. We were driving onto the hospital, and we saw these two men in wheelchairs, and we all said, stop the van. And we got out through a translator, asked them about their life, and they said, this is our only hope. You know, all we can do is beg, because people think we're cursed by God. Hmm. And to be able to say to them, no, 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 you're not cursed by God. You are loved by God. Mm -hmm. To pray over these men in the street. And even with Jeffrey, when we told him we could do the surgery, he said, oh, it's too much. I said, okay, Jeffrey, let me ask you a question. If I had club feet and you had enough money to pay for my surgery, would you pay for me? Hmm. And he said, yes, I would pay for you. I'm like, okay, we're the body of Christ. We, we belong together. We can do this. And it makes such a difference. I told everybody there, I'm coming home and I'm going to tell my family about you. And Jeffrey said, tell them I pray for them too. Wow. What do you want our viewers to do? You went over there and poured your heart out in love. You see what we do all over the world. And you know everything we do, you know, we can, we can sit here and pray. We could even weep along with the parents. But if we didn't in some way put feet to our prayers, action to our compassion, nothing would happen. What do you want our viewers to do as they look in right now? And we're gonna show them what certain amounts will do. If they'll give, what do you, what's the longing of your heart? What do you want your, the viewers to do? I hear? want every single one of you to do the best you can. Some of you can just pay for a couple of pairs of these. Just skip a movie for a weekend. There's nothing good on anyway, apart from a couple of really good movies, but <laughs> skip a movie. You know, skip a couple of takeout pizzas and do that. But some of you are in a position, like Christian and I were, where we could do more. All God asks us to, remember the feeding of 5,000? They look at this vast crowd and think, oh gosh, we can never feed all these people. What did Jesus ask them? He said, what do you have? That's all he ever asks. He says, what do you have? If we bring what we have, he will bless it, he will break it, and he will feed and heal his people. And if we all do it, we will change the world in Jesus' name. And I just so pray, I pray you hear what Sheila said. I'm looking here at, at the cost of these, uh, of these surgeries. Now, now, I want you just to, to listen, and we'll show it to you again, but you can go to lifetoday.org, take a bank card and say, I'm going to do that. And use that bank card the way you always should, like it's a check. Or you can dial the number in a moment. Some people are calling every day for prayer, even with this serious appeal to help correct little feet and serious surgeries. More people are calling now for prayer than call to help. And we want them to call for prayer. But, but look at this, $34, two sets of braces, two children, 68, four children. $102 six children. $400 is the cost for a serious surgery on a child. 800, two children, 1,203. The serious surgery that, that Sheila and her son and her family were led of God to give, 
was 5,000. Very serious. I'm believing that there's some who'd say, find me another serious situation, I'm in. But there are many of you who'd say, I can do the 400 or the 1,200 or three, and I can certainly do the gifts for the braces. Would you right now, very prayerfully become someone's miracle? What if it was your child? What if it was your grandchild? Wouldn't you want it? And isn't it wonderful what Sheila asked that man? What if it was me that way, Sheila said? Would you want it for me? What can you do? I pray right now you extend the loving hands of God to correct some very serious challenges and to God be the glory. Children born with birth defects in underdeveloped nations are often overlooked, uncared for, and even abandoned. And for tens of thousands every year born with a condition known as clubfoot, their deformity leads to a struggle to just survive. The good news is there is a simple and life-changing solution. This summer, with your support, Life Outreach will provide 10,000 children with corrective braces that will give them a chance to walk like any normal child. With a cost of $17 per brace, your gift of $34 will help provide two children with corrective braces, $68 will provide for four children, and $102 will help give six children braces and the opportunity to walk. And for children with a much more severe need, gifts of $400, $800, or even $1,200 will help provide life-changing corrective surgery for one, two, or three children in need. With your gift of any amount, we'll send you Beth Moore's devotional, Blessed Mornings and Restful Nights. With your gift of $102 or more to provide six children with corrective braces, you'll also receive the Journal Edition NIV Bible. Finally, with your gift of $1,200 or more, you may receive Majesty, our 2016 commemorative bronze sculpture. This summer, join with us to give children hope for a future. Let's give them a chance to walk. Please call, write, or make your gift online today. You know, we, we just want to say a big thank you. This, this beautiful journal, this is one of the most beautifully bound Bibles, and it has this wide margin for notes. <laughs> and uh, here is Beth Moore's Blessed Morning, mm -hmm. Restful Nights. This is so good. Because Blessed Morning, boy, she can get you in the Word in the morning, <laughs> and she can bless you at night and get rest. But then here is, this is peace for today. This is five minutes with Jesus. <laughs> Sheila is... She's so gifted, you know, I think, okay, I try to write, I struggle through, I get help, but she just has this flow. It's like I'd try to sing, that'd be so awful. You'd say, dear God, help you to get to be able to sing in heaven because you, you can't do it here, son. She can do all this, but let me tell you something. This five minutes with Jesus, what a blessing. If you'd like to have it, you just help us bless some of these kids and these folks, and you say, I want that book by Sheila too. We'll send it to you. Thank you, Sheila. We're sure glad to have Thanks you on the team. Thanks for letting me go. I can't wait for the next trip. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just pray everybody watching, I just pray you do your part expressing the heart of God. Thank you for doing it.
Life Today is made possible by the supporters of Life Outreach International. Your gift will be used exclusively for the exempt purposes of life. The ministry features specific outreaches as examples of the programs it supports and conducts. Gifts are considered to be without restriction as to use unless explicitly stipulated by the donor. The ministry is a member of the ECFA.